Welcome to our Community Spotlight mini-series here on Business Radio X. We are enthusiastic about supporting our local community, and I'm joined now by the CEO of Eastside Medical Center, Trent Lind. And Trent, first of all, welcome to our Community Spotlight. Hey, thanks, Mike. Appreciate the opportunity to talk to you and the rest of the community. Absolutely. We, of course, are doing this remotely because of the whole COVID-19 and the social distancing. A lot of things have been upset in our normal routine these days, obviously. You guys are on the front line at Eastside Medical Center. What's it looking like from your perspective? How are you guys holding up there at Eastside Medical Center? Yeah, we're doing great, Mike. I appreciate appreciate the uh, question. We started this journey a little over a month ago, and it's amazing. Uh, it feels like it's been many years that we've been in the midst of uh, COVID-19. Uh, but we started just a little over a month ago seeing uh, some of the rumblings of first patients in Georgia and uh, our ability here at Eastside to begin to really kind of lock down our boundaries, begin screening processes for employees and for, for visitors, and then even you know further uh, locking down our system you know, reducing and then eliminating our elective surgeries for the time being, really going to a no visitor policy with just rare exceptions. You know, and then again, we've had a lot of those restrictions in place for some time, but, you know, in the midst of this as well, we've seen really a reduction in volume overall. We've seen half of our typical ER visits. We've seen obviously reduction in surgeries based on the fact that we're not doing elective surgical cases that can be, uh, can wait until after uh, some things clear up and, and create a safer environment for our patients. And, and really at the end of the day, I think the community at large has really uh, been a little bit leery to come to a hospital, which I, I don't fully blame them. And then, you know, on top of that, really have uh, heeded the warning of the governor to shelter in place. And uh, we thank everyone who's really heeded that warning and done their part to help help flatten the curve, which has been the goal. So, you know, that said, we have seen our fair share of COVID positive patients to date. Uh, we have uh, tested well over uh, 150 patients, getting closer to 200 patients that we've tested. Uh, we've seen over over really about 40 patients, I think the number is at now, that have uh, come back positive. And, you know, of that, we've seen our fair share of really critically ill patients, which unfortunately, as you've seen in the news, um, sometimes the outcomes are not not desirable and not the, the way that we want to see uh, the outcomes go. But uh, it is part of this virus. It sounds like you guys have not been overwhelmed, though. You still have rooms. You still have beds. You're still operating at full capacity. Yeah, we're, we're, you know, I, I say to some extent, with the exception of our reduction in, uh, in elective procedures and cases, we are, you know, really wide open uh, for patients to come to Eastside and receive emergent services, or re- receive, you know, care from an outpatient perspective. But at the end of the day, again, I think it's been, uh, it's been a month of us seeing uh, Eastside, you know, change in form. We've really been, uh, what I would use the analogy is, the waters have receded. Uh, we're waiting for that tsunami of patients to come. Uh, but really, the good thing from a projection perspective is right now we're recognizing that projections were well over uh, over uh, emphasized in the beginning. Uh, really, we we anticipated at one time we we could see anywhere from three times or five times our normal volumes here at Eastside, especially in our ICU or intensive care area. Fortunately, the curve again has been flattened by our public doing the right thing, uh, staying home, and we feel that those projections will be a lot lighter. We're, we're really not sure at this point if we've seen our peak or not. Uh, still projected for the peak to be anywhere from April 22nd to some projection show early May. But really, at this point, we are uh, really wide open. We actually, uh, with the state, had presented ourselves as a surge hospital, if you will. We've uh, been announced by the governor, by Governor Kemp, as a hospital that would provide service for overflow patients if we help uh, need to help our sister hospitals and health systems across the Metro Atlanta. Uh, decompress their volumes. 
Yeah, and you mentioned the peak, and it looks like it is going to be late April. How is How are you guys intaking patients right now or people that think they have some of the symptoms? I've heard of hospitals where they're set up outside. People aren't even leaving their cars and are able to be tested. Have you made any kinds of those changes with your hospital? Yeah, you know, really, we've been fortunate from our network of care. And, you know, you, you and I, Mike, have spoken about our network and our expanded network here at Eastside. Uh, we've really been able to utilize our urgent cares as a point of access for testing for patients that are ambulatory. Those patients that uh, come to our ER now or are coming via EMS or they're coming uh, via walk-in, but in a real critical state for the most part. So uh, those patients that are coming here and uh, really need inpatient services, we'll test those patients here. For, for those patients that are ambulatory, uh, we, we really suggest that they go to the urgent care uh, network, Eastside Urgent Care or even uh, telemedicine. We've got a lot of options that we've utilized via telemedicine with our Eastside primary care uh, group and or uh, through our urgent care network where, where patients can access, uh, access those uh, providers and have kind of that over the, uh, over the phone or online uh, evaluation done and at that point be directed uh, in, to the right location for next steps. If you have maybe some of the symptoms, I've heard you should not just go to the hospital, you should call first. Is, is that the case? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's, it's, it is uh, something we emphasize from the get-go. We were concerned that our, our ER would become overwhelmed. We, you know, to your point, one thing we did put, up, put in place early on as we locked down our access points to the facility and began screening process and then further locked down our, our visitor policy, we actually added a tent out front of the hospital. That was called our surge tent, you know, uh, internally, but it was, it was intended to be used for if volumes increased to a point where we had to use waiting space as a, a location uh, to triage patients um, that we'd be able to overflow into that uh, into that tent. That's what a lot of other health systems have uh, gone to early on. We just we haven't uh, seen the need just because of our, our network of care to, to have to go that direction. I will say it's important to point out, though, uh, as much as we are glad that patients heeded that warning, uh, we are a safe place to come. We've proven that we've had no employees that have been tested positive as a result of an interaction with the patient here at Eastside. That's something we're very proud of. And it was because of our proactive approach to really locking down our boundaries, um, creating a different access points for our patients and directing them in the right way across the community that we've been able to really create a safe environment. We've utilized our PPE, personal protective equipment. Everybody's learned that term over the past few weeks and months. We use it really uh, prudently, but at the same time, we use it in a way and a fashion that those frontline caregivers were given the appropriate protective gear so that they stayed safe, uh, even in the midst of uh, these cha this challenging patient population. And I was going to ask you about your employees and the staff and the doctors and the nurses. How are they holding up? Are they doing okay? It's not, not just health-wise, but I know probably they're always on call right now. So how's everybody doing there? You know, uh, they're doing great. And we really appreciate the question and the support from the community. You know, our, our employees, especially the, those frontline uh, nurses and radiology techs and respiratory therapists, uh, and ER staff, I mean, all those folks that are frontline uh, interacting with these patients on a daily basis, housekeepers, food service, phlebotomists, all those individuals that are uh, interacting with these patients on a daily basis. Certainly, it, it, only, it not only brings a really challenging uh, work environment, it's a very uh, resource and labor intensive uh, uh, a way to care for patients who, with the donning and doffing of uh, personal protective equipment, all that goes into it. It's a, it's a labor intensive, but also an emotional emotionally draining environment. And so we just can't thank enough our, our staff for the way they stepped up our physicians. But in that, they've been fueled uh, day in and day out by the support from our community. 
uh, our community has stepped up like I've never uh, expected our community could step up. Uh, everybody wants to know what they can do to support. And they've come in droves with supplies, with, with free meals, with uh, letters of support, with banners of support. I mean, it's, it's never ending. It's every day. Literally, I'm going to get off this call with you today. Uh, Hope and I are going to walk down and uh, take a delivery from a local board member of ours who uh, is bringing uh, droves of masks and uh, other personal protective equipment to be able to further supplement our needs. That's wonderful. Congratulations, Trent. It's so great to hear all this good news, really, as far as how efficient it's been at Eastside Medical Center. It's a safe place. The the cases have been a little bit lower there, but you are ready for the peak. It sounds like you are as prepared as can be. Uh, Before we let you go, and again, it's Trent Lynn, the CEO of Eastside Medical Center, joining us here on our Community Spotlight. Any message or myth you want to debunk or any last final words for the general public out there from the CEO of Eastside Medical? Yeah, uh, thanks for that, Mike. First and foremost, back to the point of being a safe environment, we are entering a a new norm and COVID is going to be with us and it's going to be with us for at least another nine to 12 months without a vaccination, maybe even longer. And it will be with us after that vaccination comes and after we figure out uh, more effective treatment options uh, as we learn more about the virus. That said, we've got to get back to a state of where we we can uh, have faith that uh, we're going to create a safe environment in our hospitals uh, Eastside has gone above and beyond to, to create that kind of environment for our patients to feel comfortable. If they're coming to the ER uh, for treatment, if they're coming to uh, to our hospital to receive uh, surgical uh, care and then have a surgery that they've been holding off for the past month, uh, but are in pain and in need of that surgery. So we are creating a safe environment for our patients, for our community uh, to support them in a deeper way. But at the same time, continue to, to make sure that you're monitoring uh, uh, the recommendations from our state Department of Health from our, from our uh, federal government in regards to what are the things that we can do as uh, citizens in the community to, to heed the warning, to make sure that we're continuing to follow the social distancing guidance, to, to continue to shelter in place as long as that uh, remains uh, an edict from our, from our state government. Those are all the things that have helped us to really allow our health systems not to get into, and our hospitals not to get into a state where we're overburdened uh, with, with patients and not able to uh, to, to, to really provide the care that we need to in our, in, our health, in our health system here, at least locally, because we've seen it happen in other countries and other states. And we've been fortunate here in Georgia and specifically here in the, uh, the greater Gwinnett community to be able to uh, really uh, get, get through this uh, to this point in time uh, in a manner that, that uh, is uh, manageable. All right, Trent, I know you have a lot more important things to do than talk to me right now. So thank you so much for joining us here on Community Spotlight. Trent Lind, the CEO of Eastside Medical Center. Keep up the great work and thanks again. Thanks again, Mike. Certainly stay safe and healthy on your end.